wild times. Woo! Here we go. Wild times. Uh, boner pod. Woo, 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 woo. Nope. Not a boner wait, pod. Wait, not a boner pod. Leave it in. He's an idiot. All right. Redo Fine. it. Let's move forward. Beep. Uh, oh, redo <laughs> it? Okay. Wild times. Here we go. It's yes. podcast. It's the holiday season. Pat has his tree up. Oh. I'm your host, Forrest Galante, the bro. All of just joining me as always, Mr. Retap. What's up? Hi. Uh, got these fat tires boxes back here. That's yeah. my Christmas tree. They make my <laughs> eyes look a beautiful shade. They sure do. They, do. they sure do, son. Amazing. You should leave them there for all pod or for the, all the subcockles of my heart is are, are warm today because Pat's got his Christmas tree. Oh, Forrest man. looks like Santa Claus. Good. There's a lot of gray in the beard, so yeah. It's dude. getting there, baby. Um, Kringle. I'm waiting, and I do want to dig into this with Pat, because I'm waiting to get my Christmas tree until I think the day after Thanksgiving. I think Friday is sure. an acceptable day. Very My solid. wife won't allow it before that day. That's where I'm at in my house. Because I literally said to Jess, by the way, Pat, per your suggestion last year, I've been burning Christmas candles 12 hours a day. Oh, hell yeah, baby. Ooh, I just I, picked up I, two new pine scented candles I, yesterday. I'm sorry. I have to interject. That was my suggestion. It was oh, a was top it? Three DFL, but Pat I'm sorry. did I'm teach sorry. me I'm that sorry. trick. I'm, whatever. Okay. Whoever said it, my house smells like delightful pine, oh, but I don't have so the good. tree. And I said to Jess, I'm like, why don't we go get a tree? I said it two days ago. She's like, not until after Thanksgiving. So I think Friday is the, is it's the tree day. Today? Yeah. Yeah. Us right. two no, probably. So- Look, I have a, a fucking two week old, uh, you know, there's, you need joy inside the home. Mm-hmm. So we popped up the tree. Now I will point this out. I've been looking to get the old school bulbs from the eighties that I remember as a kid. Yeah. Big, very, very dangerous. The rounded ones, the little like round or the little, um, the, yeah. the, the little pin ones. The they round, get to like yeah. 350 degrees. Yeah. Yeah. yeah you, they get cook really an egg on hot. One. Yeah. Um, light the tree on fire frequently. Yeah, Kids that's, burn their fingers on them. That's how we know we're getting old. That's that's why you're old, mate. Well, look, I found I got the hookup. Nice. They're illegal in California. Nice. Got them on my tree. Nice. Big old glass bulbs. They they get like molten lava hot. My, my <laughs> two and a half year old touched one the other day and burned her finger. Jesus. It's just it's great. It's that great. is it's good, wonderful. That that's, is what Christmas is about. And also, that's what getting older is about. It's about doing things that are not good for you or your family, because that's the way that it was done. That's, that's a great thing to do. You subject your family to those same exact memories that you have. It's fantastic. That you experienced. Yeah, absolutely. You don't want to improve. You you want everything to be homeostasis. You want to, you want to be stagnant in life with your family. You don't want to, yeah. Don't, don't evolve. Um, all right, good. Well, that's good. It's Christmassy. Uh, Pat, I might be hitting you up for those old school bulb, uh, that hookup. (laughs) Yep. I'll, meet, I'll meet your guy in a dark alley late at night and do a drop. Um, I'm texting your wife right now, Forrest. Uh, yeah. <laughs> well, we're we are getting together in person, so you all you just Venmo me. Oh, I'll, I will get a little premium on him because it's a black market. Yeah, yeah, that's but, dude. Uh, yeah, I, I gotta, sure. I gotta, I gotta drop something here. That's very exciting. I mean, we've been looking for a studio. We have been on the prowl to find an actual studio that we can turn and and turn into whatever we want. Right. So we're gonna get a space. And we're going to make it like our actual personalized studio. Like a real podcast, right? Yeah, you actually yeah. sign a lease and you you have a room that exactly <laughs> stays set up. Yeah. yeah. And has it's, its own bathroom. It's going to be huge. And I just want yeah. people to know that, uh, yeah. you know, all those ads you're watching. 
It's yeah, going you're to buying our use. studio, people. So and, keep and it's for you, baby, because we yeah. want the content to be better than Joe Rogan. Cheers, mates. You, you made a negative sound and pointed up. That was to the listener. <laughs> that's very confusing. Dude, a fart um, is not a negative sound. So that's ludicrous. Sorry, go ahead. I, I sound a little off. I have a horrendous sinus infection. Mm-hmm. You sound um, like Elmer Fudd, man. You do. I do. I'm sounding fuddy. <laughs> so right before we jumped on to record here, I went to uh, went to I can't remember if it was Rite Aid or CVS, and uh, <laughs> I'm looking, trying to figure out which one, which which drug of choice I'm going to buy for this sinus pressure mm-hmm. and uh this big tall strapping australian young man wearing the shirt of the place comes by and he's like can i help you find something boss that's a terrible australian accent yeah that's that's pretty not good. Good. That's and i said no, no i'm good and then he kept walking down the aisle and i see him he's kind of looking at me what's going on so then i go to check out standing in line taps me on the shoulder he's like i'll, I'll take you over here mate there there now, like, that, now we got right, the now he's awesome. yeah and he, he's kind of setting up another register and he keeps looking at me he's like are you the guy and I <laughs> no. Go, no no i'm not because <laughs> I, I thought he maybe thought i was someone else i you know whatever yeah and he's looking at me he goes you are he's like you're, you're on the wild times <laughs> oh, i was like nice. i was like yeah <laughs> uh and he was just like you know because i was feeling shitty sinus pressure uh, i gotta go record and he's like, man, keep up the good work, mate. I li- I lo- I've seen everyone, listened to wow, everyone. Amazing. Love it. Love, love it. You guys kill it. And I yeah. was like, are you into wildlife? He's like, no. <laughs> <laughs> I love that even more, dude. Yeah. That's, that's huge. Yeah. So I was branching cool. out. Brighten my day. Branching out. That's awesome. Yeah. Good. That's the best medicine you could By take. the way, even I mean, better than how, do you, did it not make your day? I mean, that would have made my freaking day. I would feel so crummy going in there. And then somebody's like, hey, I know you. <laughs> yeah, it was cool. It was cool. You know, I'll tell you why. Because it's only happened to me three times ever. I told you about the Chicago beers story. That's right. Uh, it happened once at, at the airport in Boston. So because it only happens once every six months, it's yeah. fantastic. Dude, it's happened no times for me, except at Animal Con, but that doesn't count. That well, you also were wearing no pants. No, yeah. I don't. I mean, you mean just in general? I usually don't have pants on. No, you, you, you went above and beyond. Let's be honest. <laughs> Uh, well, what are you doing for us? <laughs> Pay attention. Uh, I, was gonna, I was actually going to send Kyle some photos to pull up. Of oh, my nice. Weekend. Um, yeah. Okay. So what, what was this? Uh, what was this? Weekend oh, no, no. Second? Don't pull those up. This is a public pod, dude. What? I'm not sure what you're talking about. Well, it's either going to be a picture of your groin or your vomit bucket. It's neither it's... one of those, actually. Oh, okay. um, right. But uh, sure. Kyle, you should have some photos. These guys m- fucking butchered that whole thing by uh, pointing out that I was texting you. But you should have some photos to pull up from my weekend. I uh, I went pretty hard on Saturday night. Sure did. Um, okay. What was what was the occasion? Uh, it was so my buddy Josh, who I played rugby with. Actually, I'll tell the whole story. It's pretty funny. So uh, our our rugby team, which I talk about plenty, bunch of big mm-hmm. strapping burly men. Um, Except plus for me. you, yeah, yeah. And uh, <laughs> like six years ago, this guy shows up. He's like six foot five. He's big. He's big. Like hefty but muscular like big dude his name's jordan okay and we're like wow this guy's a fucking beast spends three months in preseason training with us and uh he because he was so big shut up pal did i send him to the wrong person they're coming relax Edit. Um, because he's uh because he was such a big dude we made him be a prop which is like in the front <laughs> bottom of the pile a guy who like you know you go to lift someone in the line out and you basically stick your thumb up their butt 
And our buddy Jack, who who brought him into the game, was always like snickering when Jordan was lifting him people and like in the middle of the scrum. And we're like, yeah, whatever. And uh, anyway, Jordan, this big dude, he uh, he trains for three months. He's at every training. He never misses a training. First five seconds of it. No, not five seconds. First five minutes of his first game ever on the field. He runs the ball in, splits his cheek open and gets 14 oh. stitches in his face and Jeez. walks off and is like, I'm never playing this sport again. I don't like this. This is not for me. However, <laughs> six year, this happened six years ago and we've all stayed friends with him. He uh, he loosened up a little over the six years to the point of telling everybody that he is gay. And uh, and so he's like our we call him Pooh Bear. He's like our token Pooh Bear at the club. And everybody, everybody loves Pooh Bear. Yeah. He had his five-year anniversary with his husband on Saturday. Mm-hmm. And uh, m- me and my wife and Josh and his wife and a bunch of others were supposed to go. None of the wives wanted to go because it was just going to be a late night, you know, like cross-dressing fiasco. And so um, <laughs> Josh and I decided to go together. Kyle, I don't know why these aren't sending to you. Uh, Josh and I decided to go together and get matching costumes for this but oh i saw this on your story i was wondering yeah. what the hell that was yeah we had to send it though like as the as the probably the two only straight guys at the party we we're like there's no way we're standing out like we got to really send it the party was lady gaga and beyonce themed and you are either team okay. I love team that. gaga or team beyonce now i'll be honest i don't Ugh, know the gays much. are so much more fun dude uh, it's they not really even are. it's not even close um Ugh. i don't know much about lady gaga or beyonce but i was thusly informed that Beyonce is a silver and sequence type thing. That's like her, <laughs> that's her MO. Yeah, um, okay. But I just showed up to my buddy Josh's house in jeans and a t-shirt. And he's like, just Venmo me 70 bucks for the costume and we're good. And so I just showed up and Kyle is, um, Kyle is pulling up what this looked like. Currently. Wait, so you, which team did you go? You went Beyonce? I was team well, Beyonce. So, guess. so oh, Jordan, okay. who was our buddy was the Beyonce side. And then, um, uh, yeah, his his husband York was <laughs> was the uh this is was Lady wonderful. Gaga. Dude, I gotta say the worst thing about this go back one picture. Oh, full sparkles on the face, you got diamonds on your chest. I had to shave my Yo, chest for this. Like I went full on. Forrest, yeah. At my wedding you had this problem too. Probably one of the worst pictures you ever taken. What's with your humpty dumpty like thighs? What is going good on? Question, dude. And that's yeah, that's a really good question. I don't know. What, is it my stance? Is it it's the oversized Ill, pant? It's an ill-fitting pant. That's what it is. That is, is it? that's the only reasonable explanation. It must. But be. anyways, rest of the costume. I love it though. The sparkles in the beard. It's a oh, cool photo shoot. Pants look great there. Actually, yeah, we did a little. Yeah, those are doers. Those are nice pants, by the way. Nice. Soft. Um, but uh, yeah, no, we we went for it. There was no uh, no. Keep going, Kyle. What are you doing? There's way. How hard did you? Pa- how hard did you party? Uh, I came home at 3 a.m. This is how hard I partied. I'll show you exactly how hard I partied. Uh, oh, this yeah, is excellent. that's Jordan. That's the big that's the big dude um, with a with a split cheek. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, <laughs> hold on. I'll show you exactly how hard I partied. Stand by one second. Where is okay. this? Dead air. Great for great for radio. Well, just say something, oh, you yes. idiot. Hey, Pat. <laughs> it's like an animal con. I was we were when Forrest would walk off the stage. I'd be like, uh, what's up, Pat? Hold on. <laughs> Hold on, I gotta find nothing. It. How so? How hard did you go? I mean, because look, you put that costume on; it's conducive to yeah, wild and the big fun. night. And, and it was yeah. at the sh- by the way, Pat. In case you couldn't have guessed, this all took place at the Shitty Kitty. Um, I, I fucking knew it. <laughs> yeah. Um, yeah. For those that don't know, the Shitty Kitty, also known as the Wildcat in Santa Barbara, is our one and only sort of gay bar club 
it's like a whole vibe. Full on dance club. Dance yeah. club. Nice. Yeah, it's 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 the best spot. Too loud to have a conversation. Oh, forget about it. The Your best. ears are bleeding. Love those places. Yeah. Yeah. Um, <laughs> Kyle, pull up pull up the screenshot of my phone conversation. I got home around 4:30 a.m. <laughs> in an Uber with no the missing that silver jacket and missing most of my sequence and I woke up to this. Don't know whose phone number this is. There's a dog in my silver jacket and I just wrote ha ha somebody wrote Somehow ended up with your top. What a transformation you had. <laughs> I have no idea who this is. I wrote, hi, it was a night, a very blurry The dog night. is way better looking. Yeah, Kyle, zoom in on the pup there. That's my Not jacket. To mention- don't know whose house that is. Don't know whose dog that is. <laughs> don't know. Don't, don't know what happened. Dog. Let, let's, let's break this down a little yeah, bit. Let's. Yeah. Kyle, scroll down, please. <laughs> to the text. Somehow ended up with your top. What a transformation you had. Now, kind of transformation are they talking about here? i i'm unaware i may have uh i may have changed sexualities i'm not sure playing for the happened. other team eh yeah it sure might be sure your wife like loves you to hear that <laughs> sure Two sounds kids. like you did uh, <laughs> yeah i don't know what Dude, this, this looks like a fun party uh, this is on the land shark you know that you know the boat that go the car boat yeah this was the land shark we went out on the water this was his wife very unimpressed driving us there uh, yeah, there's a lot going on here. Um, it looks like a whole lot of fun, man. I got to say, was a I'm, good I'm night. a bit jealous. I just I, haven't like, so it, Josh has a four month old. No, sorry. A six month old. And I have about a four month old. So neither of us have gone out in a long time or given any effort to drinking. And, uh, <laughs> we changed that on Saturday night. That's for yep. sure. Yeah. It, it's funny. You, like thinking about uh bars and college and shortly after college where they just blast music that's so loud that essentially you can't really have a conversation so you just kind of dance yeah yeah it's and impossible then it, as you get older you're like i'd like to maybe just go to a restaurant and talk yes. or you sit in a fucking cigar lounge or something like that um yeah for sure it's just funny because you really uh, you, you don't know anything when you're 22 when was the last time you talked to someone who was 22 i mean Never. only yeah. only through the wild times <laughs> it may, it makes a lot of sense yep i'm dreading my kid being 22 and having to talk to him <laughs> <laughs> no offense brosners i'm actually i talked to brosners who were 22 at the place but those are like level-headed people who don't go to these clubs yeah so that's true that's yeah, a good point the, the people we met at animal con that listen <sighs> to the wild times are not the uh clubbing types nope nope, nah. nope. all right so check this out uh, Manscaped, as you guys know, they sent us a couple tools. They did. Okay. Peter sent me a voice memo. Are you ready for this? Yeah. <laughs> All right. Listen to this. Dude, just use the lawnmower on my nuts. Wow. This is alien tech. <laughs> it's unbelievable. You can stick clippers right to your nut folds and not get a nick. <laughs> I, I mean, I don't even know how this thing works, but. I can't believe I didn't get one of these sooner. Wow. Bananas. This is a real voice memo. <laughs> that, that, me that is night. a real voice. Yeah. I, I did it. I was so excited. I hopped out of the shower. <laughs> lawnmower still in hand. Yeah, that's and the one that touches nuts. It really it did. It really did. Dude, I so I opened mine and I was like, is this what you got, Peter? And that's the voice memo that he sent me back. This yeah. is not like this was not set up for the ad. I was just like, right. we have to play Peter's actual voice ad yeah. because he thought this was alien technology. Dude, I'm telling you, it's crazy. <laughs> I ran this thing. I was very- so the Lawnmower 5.0, right? Yeah, the Lawnmower 5.0 Ultra. And I ran this thing over oh, very gently. I'm very apprehensive. And I just slowly was like, oh, oh, pssst. 
It was incredible. Like it has rounded blades or something. It is alien it, tech. It, it, I swear it to is, God. It does feel like alien tech because I did the same thing. And I was just like waiting for the moment where it was just going to rip my nutsack in yeah, half. Of course. And it just doesn't. It like, doesn't do it. I don't know how this is possible. It's an amazing product. Yeah. Also, I've been on this kick where I do everything in the shower. I brush my teeth. I water pick in there. Now I just zoop, zoop right in the shower. Pubes down the drain. Yeah. Balls clean, dude. Amazing. So get 20% off plus free shipping with the code WILDTIMES at manscaped.com. That's 20% off plus free shipping with the code WILDTIMES at manscaped.com. Your balls have been through enough. It's time to go ultra with Manscaped. It is Monday, November 27th, which means Monday night football. football. I'm excited. Because prize picks is the most fun I've had winning up to 25 times my money this football season. You just select two or more players, pick more or less on their projected stats, and place your entries. Prize picks is really simple to play. I can make my picks and submit my entry in less than 60 seconds. All right, so for tonight, baby, we got Bears and Vikings. What are a couple of your prize picks, Peter? This is a classic lineup. There's a rivalry there. They're both in the same division. Yes, sir. They they hate each other almost as only second to the Packers Bears. So even as much as I despise the Bears, they are my team still to this day. Uh, I'm going Justin Fields less than 192.5 passing yards okay. because Fields likes to dump passes off just short passes, constant screens, short passes, yep. and those passes. Always go to the tight end, Cole Komet, who okay. I'm going more than 36 and a half receiving yards. Same okay. reason. Same okay. reason. I see what you're doing there. Yeah. Uh, so I'm going on the, my, my picks are on the Vikings side of the ball. I am going Josh, Joshua Dobbs, more than 227.5 passing yards. I like Dobbs. I like what he's doing in this offense. And I'm yards. going on the Vikings side. I'm going Ty Chandler. The uh, the technically the third string running back. I'm going more than 33.5 rushing yards. Madison has bang, been banged up this week. Acres is out for the season. I'm going Ty Chandler. Look, if you want to get in on the fun, go to PrizePicks.com/wild and use code Wild for a first deposit match up to $100. Go to PrizePicks.com/wild and use the code Wild for a first deposit match up to $100. Prize Picks. Daily fantasy sports made easy. All right, let's do some news. Let's talk animals. Oh, here we go. That was what's my in, weekend. What's in the news? What's in the news? Um, I saw this story. Thought it was very cool. An endangered bison was caught on camera in Thailand. Now you might say, why is that important? Well, first of all, I've spoken about Gar before. G A U R. Cool. Kyle, literally Paul's the picture. coolest. Yeah. I, calling it a bison's like not even. No, it doesn't, doesn't do it. this thing justice. Doesn't do it justice. See Kyle, just gar. pull up, pull up a picture of a gar, would you? Um. Not talking about the fish here. No. Not not the band either. We're talking about a bovid on steroids. Yeah, just... Oh, I remember this guy. Guys, yeah. So, I like this piece of news. It's not, you know, it's nothing record-breaking, but for the first time in 37 years at the Salawin Wildlife Sanctuary, one of these was caught on trail camera. 37 years. Probably come across from Myanmar through the border there. Somehow made it, and uh, first time in yeah, first time in thirty-seven years. Wow! And in uh, in Thailand, thought it was now, great. They, I'm assuming this is that's a big animal. I'm assuming they just were hunted to yep. uh, the brink here. Mm -hmm. Exactly, it's a lot of meat. You know, it's a big, it's a big cow. 
Um, Sounds yeah. like it feels like it would be very tough, like meat that wouldn't taste very good because it's so damn muscular, Just so jacked. Um, yeah, I bet oh, it's like a like a porky pig. I bet it's delicious. Yeah. I don't Dude, know. I, mean, I bet it's. Think delicious. about though, a, a big male gar. What do you think the max weight is listed at for a gar? Oh man, two thousand. I'll say. I was gonna go a little bit higher. I think it was a twenty six hundred pounds. Yeah, the the max, the highest that's that's listed on the site. I'm looking at. Up to thirty three hundred pounds for a damn. Male. Yeah, that's insane. dude. That's the size I mean, you of could like feed a an entire car. village. Oh yeah, yeah. That's the size of a car exactly. Like yeah, a big, bigger car. Creature. Yeah, it's an insane creature. But good for the species. It's always yeah. like you know, like the the Australian earless dragon that came back. We talked about that a couple pods ago. It's like, all right, I get it. Nobody saw this lizard that was this big in this one region of Australia for fifty years. Like, I get it. Like somebody flipped over a log, the lizard was there. To have this 3,300-pound, just yoked-out buffalo come walking back into a country <laughs> is, it's awesome. It's good. It's a good That time. was my nickname in high school. The yoked buffalo? The yoked-out buffalo. <laughs> <laughs> uh, but I just think it's great. You know, it's like big megafauna coming back. Like, when, thankfully, yeah. I don't care how this comes across. When you think of Southeast Asia, you think, oh, you know, empty forest syndrome, everything gets killed, everything gets eaten. To have something as big as a gar come, like, walking back into a country like Thailand is awesome. Yeah. So yeah, I think it's important to point that kind of shit out, dude. I mean, I didn't even know that before I started doing this podcast. I thought it was bustling with life in these forests. No. I didn't know that they just no. know, hunted empty, everything. Too. Empty forest syndrome. It's terrible. Um, it is terrible, man. Yeah. It's good. Good. But to anyway, see nice to see recovery like that. It, it, and, and, you know, to take like a grandiose look at it for a second, it's like, it's a small sign that car may very well be hunted and eaten. But it's like a better global sign. You know, it's like people are caring a little bit more. Like big animals are coming back to areas that big animals haven't been in in a long while. And making the news, yeah. too. Making the news. Like, I feel like it's it's the right. It's like I always I've always said before. It's like, you know, 20 years ago when you thought about a shark, you're like, oh, if I get in the water with a shark, it's going to rip me to shreds. Today, mm -hmm. I can't go on Instagram without seeing a gorgeous blonde in a string bikini swimming next to a great white shark. Right. It's like totally <laughs> changed the whole yeah. ethos of like how people think about sharks. And it's just like that whole thing, like with all animals, everything is sort of evolving and adapting. And hopefully it's not too little too late. But the general the general like mindset is definitely changing. And I think this is a good indication of that. It's it's nice to to once in a while be able to point out some of the good things that come from our social media and interconnectedness in the world because most of it is just terrible for a hundred percent a hundred percent yeah yeah um but yeah i like that. that story uh i mean there's yeah. a big big wildlife discovery if we want to talk about that what happened what happened talk about the biggest the biggest this is the biggest discovery. at least for me so season three extinct or alive pat and i wrote this gargantuan oh, yeah. deck um of mm -hmm. all the animals we thought we would find and one of them was sir david attenborough's long-beaked echidna which mm. is an echidna is a small hedgehog looking um creature it's not it's not however a hedgehog it's a marsupial and um it you know the long-beaked echidna came from or comes from indonesia hasn't been seen in 60 years uh papua not well papua indonesia but um hasn't been seen in 60 years oh wow and looks like a kind of like a uh, hedgehog slash porcupine yes but just last week i post this on my instagram on the very last day of a massive expedition, a four-week expedition into the what the hell the name of those mountains? Cal, maybe you can find it. Himalayans? Uh, no, no, no. It's uh, Papua. It's this crazy set of mountains. I put on my Instagram. It's called the 
not the Lost Mountains. It's like got it's got like a very threatening name too. Um, is that in the in the mountains around that area that nobody's ever it, been into? Basically, no, no, no. It's uh, I was just trying to find it. Doesn't matter. I'll find it. But it's in this area in in Papua. It's uh, Kyle will find it. Um, yeah, just these crazy mountains. It's called like the Death Mountains or something, just to give you an idea. And uh, yeah, <laughs> literally, it was uh, the the researcher said it was the last card. Papua's Cyclops Mountain. Cyclops Mountain. Yeah, I Mountains. told you it had a crazy yeah. name. It's like right uh, out of a movie. Yeah, yeah, you're gonna get zapped with an eye laser. But yeah, three years of planning, four four weeks a month in the in the field, setting out trail cameras. And the researcher said it was like I think he said it was the last card on the last camera, right? Which is like wow. TV world. It's how Patrick and I always make it look, even though sometimes it happened on like you know the second card we checked. But sure. yeah. Um, this is literally wow. on the last card of the last trail camera, and there's this this funny dude. Just chilling, just cruising. Awesome. It's awesome to see the actual video, man. Right? How cool is that? First That's time so in cool. 60 years. Wow. Um, wow. And it was an animal we had on our list, on our short list for season three. But um, very cool. I thought it was amazing to have that discovery, to see it. Uh, that animal was named after Sir David Attenborough from a single uh, existing museum specimen at a Dutch Natural History Museum. The guy was an Attenborough fan and named it Attenborough's Longbeaked Echidna. And then nobody had ever seen one. It was just sitting in a museum. In, ah. Yeah, in Dutch museum. And then they went out and found this one. Wow. Wow, wow, wow. Pat, any news stories that you found particularly no, interesting? No, I wanna, I, I'm going to paint a picture for you guys. I want to introduce a new segment here. Nice. This segment is called Papa P's <laughs> Butterfly Effect. Oh, I love it. I, I love the butterfly effect. What's your what's your understanding of what the butterfly effect is? So that that means basically very small uh, things that happen in your existence can have a very large effect. So, for example, the reason it's called the butterfly effect is a butterfly flapping its wings in Detroit can cause uh, the apocalypse for elephants. Unintended consequences. Yeah, yeah. a ripple effect. Yeah, yeah, man imprints his sticky fingerprints on nature yes. and their unintended consequences. Mm-hmm. I'm going to mm-hmm. take you back. Kyle maybe can add some spooky mystery music here. <laughs> I'm going to take you back to 1932. Okay. The British have colonized Tanzania. Okay. Okay. They've brought livestock with them. Along with the livestock comes a virus called rinderpest rinderpest okay so this is a something that basically affects livestock the livestock here in tanzania where they've given away free farmland to british colonists Mm -hmm. okay and uh in a place the nyambe district in tanzania you have villagers who have lived there for thousands of years now on the outs their, their village is getting bigger because the british colonists are building farms Okay. Rinderpest is run rampant. Rinderpest. What do you think the British colonists do to try and combat this Rinderpest? What a what would be a sensible move? What year is this? 1832. Uh, and it's a what? What is it? It's a disease. Yeah, it's it's a livestock disease that's killing their cows. So not not like it's not through ticks or fleas. No, no. Um, okay. What do they do to combat this? They. Uh... Jeez, I don't know. They kill all their cows and start over? No, That's, that's no. definitely what I was going to guess. No, instead, what they did was they loaded up their 
their Rolls Royce safari vehicles that they used to use back then. Delightful. With a bunch of people, big rifles. They went around and they killed every single thing with hooves that they could find. Oh, so the zebras, God. the antelope, that makes uh, the wildebeest, they kill all the wild animals. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Hate it. What do you think might happen as a result? <laughs> well, all the uh, predators, of course, now have nothing to eat and are targeting mm-hmm. the livestock. Not just the livestock. The humans, please. People start People. disappearing. Yes. Mm-hmm. Uh, there are brazen attacks in the middle of the day i love i like this i'm happy dozens of actions have consequences from this village that's close to this area where they've killed all the all the food are getting killed i'm sorry but actions have consequences now 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 what animal do you think might be doing this uh lion and leopard i'm gonna go another human (laughs) interesting so it's it's chaos Right, people are actively being hunted. Mm-hmm. The big meeting is called, and uh, the, the the witch doctors are asked to to determine whether these are real lions that are coming into town daily, in the middle of the day. They're not even doing it at night. Okay, and are actively hunting and eating people, and they want to know: are these real lions or spirit lions? Okay. Mm-hmm. So the witch doctors determine that these are spirit lions. Okay. Fair. And they're clearly being brought in by outsiders. A human outsiders. Yeah. Of course. So now people are rounded up and hung and Jesus. killed in the village to get rid of these spirit lions. Uh-huh. So didn't stop the attack. Is, so this is, this oh, is really? not Ghost in the Darkness. This is a whole different thing. Not the Ghost in the Darkness story, oh, no. Okay. So this is a crazy story, and I did it. It is a crazy story. No, I'm, it's amazing. <laughs> so for 15 years, from 1932 to 1947, a single pride of lions actively hunted people, killing over 1,500 people. That's oh my God. 1,500, and there are multiple generations of lions that learned that this is the way to hunt until eventually um, a game warden uh, who is like a trophy hunter a guy named george gilman rushdie put together a team and went out and and killed the entire pride of lions wow after 1500 people died by lion attack from this one pride of lions wow absolutely crazy dude they learned to hunt humans and i mean you know and then pass that on because it's generational um you know passed on oh this is an easy prey item here's how to be sneaky everything else it's amazing i love stories like that i don't know why they don't have more notoriety yeah i mean wow, it's also dude, like what did crazy. you talk about was, the butterfly effect what did you think was gonna happen dum-dums yeah right like you go and you right. kill all the prey yep exactly in africa um it's like it's it's so dumb um hey th- this is a, this is a virus that we brought with us that affects things with hooves but just to be safe, we're going to kill all of the stuff that was already here that doesn't have this virus. Exactly. Yeah. Listen, I mean, these are the things that that happen when you fuck around and find out. W- what can you say? Like, it's not even it's not the lion's fault. I actually, although they no, can- I, it's sad that the li- the pride of lions had to be killed. Yeah. 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 Hey, guys, if you're enjoying. Whoops. Guys, if you like the wild times, check us out on Patreon. We put out four extra podcasts per month. That's one commute a week that you're just going to be laughing and learning the whole time in the car. 
Hey, let me do, do something else. This is the late night content, the stuff that we, we can't show on, on YouTube because they'll kick us off YouTube. It's the Cinemax of podcasts. <laughs> Uncensored, raw dog. It's the Cinemax of podcasts. Check it out. Link right here. Hey, brosters, thank you for being loyal subscribers. We appreciate everything that you do. And now we have a membership offer for you. I think you can get ad-free episodes, I heard. That's pretty big. Ad-free is big, but you can also get your comments looked at so we don't have to sift through the millions. How do you do that? Is there some sort of badge system? There's a badge system, (laughs) a loyalty badge. Boom. Shows up next to your name in the comments. Boom. We read the comment. All this badge talks. I'm going to the badge store. He's going to get a badger. He's going to buy one. Didn't earn it. He's going to buy one. He did a fake leave. I assumed Kyle would know to cut on the motion. <laughs> All right, let's cut now. That's that's our ad. Well, you know what, Pat? That uh, that's like the opposite of a great outdoor moment. That's a bad outdoor. <laughs> that's moment. That's a bad outdoor moment. Yeah. But 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 as you all know, we have had some games going on with your opportunity to win one of these delightful Leatherman arcs, and uh, we've called what do we call this game? Great outdoor moments, right? Outdoor moments brought yeah. to you by Leatherman. Yeah, Dude, we've gotten so many submissions. I think like over 400. It's crazy. Well, yeah. fortunately, we narrowed it down to three. Took so, a lot of time. <laughs> it was like reading a book, by the way. It was like it's reading very, a book. Forever. Very, yeah. very fun, though. More fun than going to school. I'll say that. So Here's the other thing. I thought oh, some good. people were going to make shit up. There, Every submission, I think, was a real story. I didn't see any that I felt were like embellished or made up. Well, nothing was like super outlandish. They were all like pretty genuine. It was like, oh, nice. Um, Thanks to everyone who submitted, but we have narrowed it down to our three finalists, which we will read. Yep. And then we are going to let the listeners and viewers vote. Whoever gets the most votes wins the Leatherman arc in time for the holidays. Kyle, how do they vote? Like just comment down below and in the comments on the YouTube, the Spotify, whatever, just comment down below and we'll, uh, we'll give you a little word to choose for each one. And, uh, yeah, we'll tally them up. All right. All right. First. I, I didn't mean Go ahead to come first. on camera like that. That was, that was, rude. that was very uncomfortable for everyone. Uh, <laughs> just kidding. All right. Uh, all right. Top three finalists, outdoor moments from our listeners and viewers. What do you got for us? All right. First story submitted by Darby at DRBY. Here's the moment. On a Boy Scout, I'm gonna I'm gonna set the scene. Start here, again. Okay? We'll start yes, again. Scene but I'm gonna set it up. I'm gonna I gotta, I gotta I gotta read it slowly. I gotta tell it like a story. Smooth tongue that shit. Yeah, smooth it. On a Boy Scout campout, the mm. kid was pretending to be a bear by scaring campers from outside their tent. Okay. One night, later in the week, he hears grunting outside of his own tent. Thinking it was other kids getting revenge, he throws a wild punch and clocks an actual bear in the nose. Uh, the bear knocked his tent down, but the kid was unscathed. I think he learned a lesson. Short. Wow, that is sweet. How funny is imagine punching? Imagine thinking your friends are teasing you, and you punch a black bear through the uh, canvas of your tent. (laughs) I think that's amazing. It just made me laugh, and that was why it got one of my votes to be the finalist. Yep, same. The idea of like number one, I'm a jerk because I'm going around scaring everyone with pretending to be a bear yeah. but the second someone does it to me i throw a wild haymaker into the darkness right and punch right. a bear in the mouth and punch a bear in the mouth all right so if you like that story and there are two more coming comment boy scout you're going to comment boy scout in the comments to vote for that person darby to be the winner what okay. else we got 
This is from at Brendan Bueller, 1415. Bueller? When I graduated high school, I took a trip to the Mayan jungle by myself at age 19. I went on a tour where we rappelled down into the world's longest underground river. Then we snorkeled for a few hours through the cave with headlamps. It was a surreal experience and love that I took a leap out of my comfort zone and went by myself. Love it. That's how it starts, right? And that's what I love about the story. It's not like, oh my God, this crazy thing happened. It's just like, I did something on my own for myself, put myself exactly. out of my comfort zone. Uh, I love it. I love Take it. some balls. It you're traveling to Central America when you're, when you're 19, fresh yep. out of high school. You got some, some, some uh, history in there. You're seeing Mayan relics. You're floating right. the river. You're doing some snorkeling in the cenote. Right. Uh, it's just something I want to do. Yeah. Yep. And this is why I got my, one of my votes. Sounds love like it. A, a great experience. How, how would you vote for this if you were a listener? I would, I would write the word cave. Hmm. Nice. So we got Boy Scout and cave. So yep. Very we got good. one more story here by Johnny Oscar, 3521. I'll never forget one fall while moose hunting out on a tree stand at dawn. When out of a sudden, when all of a sudden a pack of wolves start howling far out in the distance. Where I then say to my friend hunting with me, want me to call it in? As a joke, I start howling, mimicking the wolves I'm hearing when the whole pack stops howling, except for one. As it gets closer and closer, I decide to get out of the tree stand to see it on the ground up close and personal. No more than 15 minutes of howling back and forth later, the large male wolf appeared over a hill, staring down at the two of us no more than 20 yards away, where I then turned to my friend and I said, told you, <laughs> told you. Yeah, Love it. I mean, this is just this one ridiculous because I remember episode one or two of this podcast, Forrest did the most realistic wolf howl I've ever heard. And when I was editing that one, my dog started howling <laughs> the most wolf-like howl I've ever heard, like straight through connected howling and i was just like wow dude the howling actually works i love it, it um, it's one of my favorite moments from any shoot we were ever on was uh, southern rocky mountain wolf we were playing wolf calls over big speakers whatever and then you're just sitting at the um campfire cooking up some rabbit yep and uh you just started doing the manual wolf howl and i think it was probably mostly coyotes but like Getting a Just response. A cacophony of yeah. response. It, Crazy. You know, in these snowy ass mountains. It was awesome. Yeah. Pretty awesome. Very cool bonding with nature. You want to vote? Seeing a wolf in the wild. Oh my so God, sick. dude. So cool. And just pushing it too, being like, yeah, fuck it. I'm going to get them to come in. I love of course, it. Of course, would you be yeah. afraid if you, if you did this and you encountered three wolves? Uh, if they were howling at the moon, like on Dwight's cool t shirt from the office? No. Um, <laughs> but uh, no. Um, it just depends. I mean, not really. Wolves don't, you know, really kill people. So no, I wouldn't really be afraid if I was surrounded by a bunch of be. wolves by myself. Yeah. yeah, I wouldn't be stoked. But no, I mean, getting to see a wolf in the distance would be amazing. Well, if you want to, oh. you get a pretty good sense of if the wolf thinks your food or not. Right? Yeah, and they, exactly. And they just they don't. Or you if you're just like singing a duet. It's either a duet singing or your food. <laughs> if you want to vote for Johnny uh, yeah. Oscar, three, five, two, one, and his wolf story, comment wolf in the comments. All right. So you got your instructions. Go into the comments. You got Boy Scout, Cave, and Wolf. 
Make a comment. We're going to tally the votes. Winner is going to get one of these amazing Leatherman Arc tools just in time for Christmas. Something you definitely want. They're and hey, if you don't, and if you're, it. Yeah, if, you're not, and if you're not in the top three, but you still want an arc built with premium materials, it's the first ever multi-tool to have a magna cut steel blade with superior edge retention and durability. Just go to the link. It's right there. That's pretty it. fucking cool. Bam. Shop now. Go Check on. it out. Thank you, Leatherman, dude. We got so many amazing stories. Legit. We should post these stories as, as like a book that people can read or throw it out there so everybody can oh, see no, all these stories. Outdoor moments, baby. Outdoor. Um, moments. I heard. I heard you got a game, Forrest. I got a game. You want to play a game? A game? I, yeah. I'm Producer sniffing Edwin the game. Put it together. All right. Smell here's the game. thing. I don't know the answers because last. I think this is the best way to do it. So, Kyle, <laughs> go to the uh, Animal Picks game or whatever it's called, Animal Features game, and uh, the game works like this. We played it once before. If you're only listening on Spotify, you're an idiot. Stare at your phone while driving and you're watch. You're not an idiot. No, you are. You are. Need you need to while going very fast down the freeway no, watch you your cell phone Please and see how this that. works. Um, no. uh, <laughs> so Kyle's gonna pull up a picture. We're all gonna analyze what it is. Three pictures to get to the answer of what the animal is from some sort of ma- macro shot of the creature. This game is very fun and very hard. Yes, not as hard as the animal skull game though. True. All right. Well, pull <laughs> there up we the go. Pick of the first animal. Kangaroo. Boom. Got it. Uh, that is a hairy chest of one of the guys I partied with on Saturday. <laughs> <laughs> what do you actually think it is? A primate. I don't know what kind, but a primate. Uh, sure. Kangaroo is yeah. not a primate, mate. Negative. I feel like it's one of those monkeys that like hangs out in those natural hot tubs. Ooh, yeah. Is that, little... is, does he have a little white goatee there? Is that what I'm seeing? Yeah, there? for sure. Yeah. That's definitely what okay. that is. Okay, yeah. so we're we're we've got one for kangaroo, two for monkey, but not sure what kind yet. Kyle, let's get another pick. Picture number two coming our way. Oh, the eyes. Definitely a primate. That's a cryptid. I mean, that is a demon (laughs) of some sort. Are you kidding me? I might know what. No. Yeah, it's definitely a primate. That's all I know so far. Can you, if you had to take a guess between those two images, what would you, what primate would you pick? (sighs) Yellowish fur. Uh, very creepy eyes. I mean, it's it's a monkey and not an ape, but I, I uh, is it? Yeah, it's a monkey. You know, I don't know. The wrinkles on its. Oh, sorry. Go ahead, Pat. No. Eh. You no. got a, you got a guess? No, I thought I did, but I don't. Peter, you got a guess? Well, I was just gonna say the wrinkles on its like bridge of its nose right there are really like creeping me out. I like it. Looks uh, old. It's like a meal. Let's see. Worm. Let's see if picture number three is gonna do it for us. I wonder how many Brosners already have figured this out. Like all of them. Oh, oh well, it's Dick. It's Dick. <laughs> I know what it is. I know, I know what, it, what is. it is. I know yeah. what it is. Proboscis. Right. Yep. Proboscis okay. monkey. All right. Uh, what yeah, a nose on that. Dick what three a was a game changer. Yeah. Uh, that all adds up. That hey, all adds up. Hey, Edwin, thanks it's for Dick. doing it better this time. Yeah. <laughs> uh, with, the, with the giveaway answer at the end. And yeah. Uh, nice. Two hard answers. Nice. Nice. All right. Uh, nobody got it early, which is good. Which is great. We're yep. all dumb dumbs. Yep. We're all at zero points. All right. What have we got next for the animal assets game? What do we call it? Animal appendages. Uh, Ooh. All right. So it's an eye. Beautiful eye. Mm, Sexy. Looks deerish. Like with deer-ish. that brow. Doesn't it look deerish? Look at those eyelashes. Yeah. Beautiful little twang eyelashes. of blue in there. Oh, my goodness. Some okay. sort of like a gazelle. 
Yeah, there's quite a lot of things it could be. I'm cheating. I'm looking at my poster on my wall of African animals. Um, See, this one's tough because, like, you know it's in that deer family, but it could be one of a thousand animals. People, people pay thousands of dollars for eyelashes like this. <laughs> I, I'm going to take, take a first guess. What do you got? Nyala. I'm going to guess it's a Nyala. Kyle, okay. can you confirm or deny? Nope. He's no. Incorrect for us. Nope, Next wrong. picture. Next picture. So what do we got? got? It. Okay. Some, oh, okay. Fun I, little... I know what it is. Yeah, you know right. because of the, yeah. the those are the horns. Those right? are the or horns. The yeah. Uh, Short how about little this? horns. Before I give it away, very close relative of the giraffe. For anybody watching. Okay. Next picture. Since <laughs> Peter and I don't know. No idea. <laughs> <laughs> little, stripe, little stripey bum. Well, I mean, obviously. Ah, that's a giveaway. What's that? Is it? Is it? Is it a zebra? It's nope. an okapi. There we ah. go. There we go. Very cool. When you uh, these are fun yeah. to, to look at at the zoo. They so are. Like, They're unbelievable. An okapi has a zebra butt. It does. Yeah. Yep. It's hey. got a delightful zebra butt. What is? Yep. I forget. Is that <laughs> something to do with keeping flies off them? The uh, I, think it's, I think it's camouflage in the jungle because they hang out in like deep, dense jungle. They're they're basically a jungle giraffe from the Congo. Um, okay. you know, I don't know. Look it up. I could be wrong. You know, I read a crazy fact about uh, zebras that I'm probably going to butcher, but it basically <laughs> it said that zebras are actually all black with white stripes, which I found fascinating. For some reason, it blew my mind instead of all white with black stripes. I, I think they touch on that in the movie Madagascar, but I could be wrong. <laughs> um, <laughs> yeah, it's you're right. It's camouflage uh, that um, somehow it camouflages them when they're in the dense rainforest of the yeah. way that light filters down to the ground level ah, like, sh like shadows and sunbeams but i know what you're yeah. talking about they did a they did a study on zebra where they basically painted them black or they painted them white and then the ones that had black and white striping for whatever reason had a zillion less flies on them so there wow, is okay. there is some kind of study about like the black and white and how it confuses flies versus just being a solid color I, yeah. I I could definitely say, like, if I'm fucking out and I have a bright ass normal white shirt on, I get harassed by mosquitoes. Whereas, I go. mean, black shirt on, it's less, but the white shirt is like insane, dude. Yep. Yep. All right. Next one. Next one. What do we got, Kyle? Colors, man. All Ooh. right. This is, a, this is, yeah, what, dude, this right. is, this is a gray alien. Oh. <laughs> I mean, very odd shaped pupil. Yeah, pretty off. I, it's got some scales around the eyeball there. See the skin? It's got to yeah. be, be a reptile. Dude, I don't the, know what it is. The, the uh, area that's normally the whites of the eyes around the pupil on this animal is, it's like, it looks like it's lizard scales even in that area. That's crazy. I'm going uh, iguana of some kind. I don't know. Let's, let's move on. I'm going California wall lizard. <laughs> Fence lizard? <laughs> yeah. Right. Uh, so now we've got some yellowy scales with brown spots, like leopard spots on this. Oh, huh. I know what it is. Because of what Patrick just said, I know what it is. <laughs> Pat, any guess? The melanoma lizard. <laughs> That's what it looks like. Yeah, those look like melanoma moles. I, I got nothing. It's I, I'm gonna I mean, say what it is and see if you guys know what it is just from the word. Okay. It's a leopard epaulette. Uh is it a fish? <laughs> All right. Well, Kyle confirmed I am right. All right. Let me see the next picture. Oh, oh it's wow. a fish. It is a fish. <laughs> it's a shark. 
a oh, shark. Oh, right. Wow, dude, the eyes still. Yeah, the crazy. eyes threw me for sure. I definitely thought it was a reptile. I didn't realize that was an underwater pick. Yeah, there we go. What a beautiful creature there. Yeah, and the shark's not bad either. Um, <laughs> <laughs> for those what that are listening, it's a picture Forrest. of Forrest holding one of these. I don't know who was who was directing you there. Were they just like, all right, Forrest, hold the epaulette, turn to camera, and then do a jerk smirk? Jerk yeah, smirk. I don't know. It's it's very off putting. I'm not sure why I look like. There's a reason I've never posted that photograph. <laughs> <laughs> it's, a, it's a good picture. It looks like someone edited out a corn cob pipe that was in your mouth. <laughs> I know. I don't know why I look so. I look very constipated. Um, it looks like you had an old timey accent in that. <laughs> he did a monocle. Kyle, was that the last one? Was there another one? I don't. I don't recall. Oh, he's got two more. All right, let's, let's get through. Let's do this. Excellent. Yeah, Excellent. I like this game a lot. I will never get one of these. No. Nah. Well, I guess I got a copy. You did. You did. Yeah. Two more. All right. All right let's go, one, Kyle. Next one up. All right. Crazy. Okay, wow. Eye. Definitely a reptile. No question. Crazy Dude. eye. All sorts of colors around the eye. Next picture. Hold on. I want to look at this eye for a second. It looks like sure. a, a that makes uh, good radio. You looking at an eye. I, I'm going to talk about the eye for those that are just listening. So the eyeball here looks like a uh, psychic's crystal ball somehow. Okay. You go to do you go to psychic offices often? He no, must. I, I do televisits with them. Televisits. <laughs> All right. Next picture since I got scurred. Okay. This I'm sticking some... with reptile. It's definitely a reptile. It's got to be a snake, lumps. right? That's a snake. That's a snake. Is that a snake? It looks like it. it looks like a sidewinder. Like the patterning is pretty similar to a sidewinder. But the got to be a snake. All right. Oh, I'm going to say lizard just because you're both saying snake, but I don't know what. <laughs> All right. Let's see the give it away answer. Nope. Okay. Uh, well, a gecko. Definitely oh, a snake. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's a snake foot. Like that. Yeah. Um, <laughs> That is a cool ass foot. Uh, I do. I do know what it is. What? It, let me guess first. Okay. It's called the. It's called the yellow leopard gecko. I I got a yeah. guess too. Uh, oh wait, did you get it right? No, no, that's not a thing. But no, it's a good guess. I'm gonna call it but... the yellow leopard skink. Okay. What if I if I make the noise that it makes? Then yeah, I we'll want you it. to try and guess its name. Yeah, immediately okay. we'll get it. Let's let's hear. Okay. It's a talkie lizard. A talkie talkie. Talkie. It's a talkie. It's a talkie. A toke lizard. Yep. You got it. That's right. It is. It's a now, why is gecko. it called toke? Because they say they make I'm that. I'm kidding. Sound. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yep. Toke gecko. Beautiful. Toke. Beautiful creature, dude. The eyeballs. Fierce. Toke. Fierce. Toke. Fierce. Nasty. Mean. Really? really? So mean. I love yeah. that about that. They get so like, big, by the way. They're like this big. It's a gecko. It's like, I think it's, it's like a foot long gecko. Like a Damn. foot long gecko. Beautiful. And uh, yeah, you're hanging out in Indonesia and you're like fast asleep. And then you'll just hear <laughs> at like full volume. And you're like, what the <laughs> fuck? Yeah. So they, they're crazy. known. They just come right up to your ear when you're sleeping and say it right inside the <laughs> no, hole. They do, it on, do it on your walls, but it's incredibly loud and very, <laughs> and they're just mean as shit too. Um, What's also, worse, the toke, the toke gecko, or the, uh, the the pheasant that you have at your house? Oh, the guinea fowl. Um, yeah. No, the guinea fowl are like one of the worst creations <laughs> on God's green earth. They're awful. At least the toke says some word. Yeah, the guinea fowl like, are just like. Yeah, dude, they're awful. They're heinous. Um, all right, Kyle, we got one more. Yes. Edwin's definitely going to take that sound you just made, Peter, and do something with it at some point. <laughs> I love right. Edwin. So we've got right. some eyes that could be, they, these could be on a wolf. These could be on a, I don't know what this is. I'm saying a little, 
Discharge on the island. Oh, I think you got it, Forrest. I'm going to go Tasmanian Devil. Kyle, Hyena? Nope. Okay. Not there. All right. Next picture, please. I thought you got it right with that. Oh, now it definitely looks like a hyena, doesn't it? Yeah. Kyle, you're positive it's not a hyena. Uh, (laughs) That tongue, I remember it from The Lion King. I've never seen the tongue of a wolverine, but between the eyes and the mouth shape, I'm kind of... I know what this is. You do? I I think it's a honey badger. Okay. Ooh, look Good. at the tongue. Look at all the oh, white speckles Anybody there on yet? There. Nope. Nope. All By right, the way, that yeah. nose is so tongue. shiny. How good does it feel to see a nice shiny nose in the, in the holiday season on an animal? It really does. <laughs> Interesting. Just okay. a, wet. Just a good wet nose. Ah, I love it. The animal's healthy. Yeah. Oh, okay. Well, I know what it is now. I it's, still think it's an African wild dog? No. Good guess. It's a very bizarre creature. One of my favorite animals. Really? Um, very, very bizarre creature. What is it? It is an African animal. I don't know if you guys are going to get it. It's an Ardwolf. Ever heard Ardwolf. of an Ardwolf? No. Only in Game of Thrones. That. <laughs> Dude, it looks like a hyena. It really does. So it's it, basically a wild dog and a hyena mated. Pretty much. Created this. Oh. Pretty much. Yeah, pretty much. Okay. I don't, I don't, that, without the body, I don't know how anybody. Are they related it. to hyenas? It is in the same family as a hyena, but there's something about them, you know, they're like, they're standalone i forget what it is but they're their own sort of genetic lineage um but same family same uh hyena day i think it is yeah um yeah a very very cool animal very cryptic very hard to see they don't have sort of that like aggressive nature of hyenas you know you even see in the jaw it's not like that thick square jaw it's like a much more sort of foxy face yeah very very different animal very interesting love it love that didn't know that existed i got my kid an overpriced hyena stuffed animal Nice. Like, because it's from like National Geographic or something. So, yeah. Like where normal stuffed animals, oh, you know, $4. Yeah. Um, yeah. <laughs> has never shown interest in it. Uh, it's just in a bin in the closet. Dude, um, there's, there's a website I'm trying to find. I think it's called Gage Beasley uh, mm-hmm. Stuffies. Let me look it up. Kyle, maybe you can pull this up. Gage is, Beast. Gage Beasley. Is that where you got your blobfish, Peter? Yes. Yeah. Check it out. Ah. Gage Beasley. Kyle, check Wife Gage Beasley me, shop. So Look at this. I love this place. I, I bought probably 20 way overpriced stuffies from this place in my life because they just make all the weirdest animals. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Oh, that's Smart. cool. Not look. a sponsor. No, not a sponsor. I have no affiliation whatsoever. But look at that. You just you want a poison dart frog? Right. Star nose mall stuffy. This is where you go. This uh, Star nose mall. Oh, cuddlefish. Yeah, good good Christmas gifts, by the way. Goblin shark, yeah, oh, for sure. Oh, I'm, I'm obviously gonna. I so I just fish. got my son that. Oh, the angler giant fish isopod. Scroll up, see the yeah. giant isopod. Nope, not that one. You dumb dumb. No, um, I, I call that angler fish. <laughs> oh yeah, that one. I just got that for my son. He loves it. He sleeps. It's grotesque. It's like look Bro- at it. Yeah, is that hundred and thirty dollars? Oh, 50 bucks. No, fifty got bucks. It. Fifty bucks. Okay. <laughs> How much is the angler fish? I'm definitely definitely getting that immediately for myself. <laughs> 40 bucks oh 30 at the low low price of 35 Dude, I, I love how the the, the the teeth are are sharp on it too it's it's beautiful rendition it looks exactly like an angler fish which is horrific i wonder can you i'm gonna see if i can get a taxidermied angler fish <laughs> yeah i still love this idea. ebay baby love go on ebay idea. all right um, i've got a prop okay that i'm gonna use to introduce <laughs> okay. our guest who's Ooh. been waiting for the last 45 minutes <laughs> i like that let's see what it is so i'm sitting here in my office one of my on my fine uh mahogany desk mm. that i'm using this week many leather bound books 
and I use <laughs> I use this. Ooh, Ooh the brackish box. Dude. What do you mean the you box? What do you mean you my, use it for what? I use this the box that my bow tie came in. Mm-hmm. Yeah, as my coaster on my desk. Oh, look at that. That's nice. Yeah, very elegant. Do you give it a little sniff, a little pine sniff every once in a while? Just... I sniff it. Ah, Beautiful box. I, I alternate between the box and then a racket ball that I cut in half. <laughs> Such a good <laughs> smell, that chemically racket ball smell. Yeah. <laughs> but it reminds me that we have a guest who's been waiting this entire time. Yep. For us, the founder of Brackish, longtime sponsor of the Wild Times. Mm-hmm. Bring him on. Ben's here. What's up, fellas? Hey, it's an honor to be with y'all today. Hello. Thank you so much for having me. What's up, Ben? Welcome. Can't say it. Hope y'all can. <laughs> um, it looks uh, great. Lovely room there. Yeah, what is this room that you're in? This is my office. This is where, this is Brackish Headquarters, Columbia. You know, everything is here in South Carolina. Um, and I'm uh, the co-founder of Brackish. You know, the, I'm, the, I'm the freshwater of Brackish. Jeff Botner, the other co-founder, he's the saltwater. And when uh-huh. we came together to make a company, uh, fresh and salt water mixing together for brackish water. So that's how the company name got started. So I'm sitting up here in Columbia. This is where my studio, kind of where I design everything, where I come uh, to get away from um, everything and just kind of just let my imagination flow and uh, start to play with feathers. Um, yeah, it's, uh, <laughs> it's kind of been a, a, an unbelievable dream to uh, come to fruition here that I have to pinch myself every day that I get to wake up and play with feathers. So uh, <laughs> it's, it's something that's not running your mill. Yeah. Also, no. by the way, when you leave California and you move to the Carolinas, you immediately are gifted a man cave that looks like that. It's something that you get when you move out of the state of California. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Um, it's funny, man. The more people that like, you know, because my mom lives in South Carolina and I have some friends that moved to like Asheville, North Carolina. Yeah. Everyone's got a cool room like this. Yeah. yeah. Just, we None of us have a room like this. No, no it costs an extra $800,000 for our to buy yeah, exactly. a house with a room. Well, my child room. sleeps on a floor because we can't get another room. Yeah, there's, there's no, there's no, there's no man caves in Southern California. There's no one can afford such things. Um, well, I, I tell you, uh, this one all happened by chance. I didn't build it. This house was built back in the fifties. Uh, my oh, wife wow. and I bought this house. Uh, I bought this house right before I married my wife uh, sixteen years ago last Friday. Um, we got married, and that's where I gave the first bow tie away. But uh, this, this room's come through a lot. This used to be a. Um, just a catch-all storage room. And then as, uh, you know, we had children and had the boys, uh, I needed a space to get creative still in. And, uh, you know, working from home has its challenges. But, um, you know, and it's not a bad place to come to retreat. Uh, and, you know, our lot's a little bit different than most of Columbia. Most of Columbia is very flat in topography. But uh, we have a beautiful rolling uh, kind of up here on a knoll. And so uh, mm-hmm. when the home builder, I guess, back in the 50s, 60s, uh, I guess he is supposed to grading out the uh, lot. He just decided to pop a basement, which is pretty rare in this area. So uh, it, it's pretty, it's pretty unique for sure. Um, it definitely has my wife's loving touches on it. But then, of course, as you can see, uh, I've got my fingerprints all over it as well. You and you and Forrest both have a man cave that your wives built for you. Correct. Can can you guys link my wife up with with your wives? <laughs> Here's the thing, though, Peter. I'm guessing Ben's wife made his out of love. My wife made mine out of spite because she no longer right. wanted me anywhere near the house. So, you know, you got to you yeah, got to pick your exactly. poison here. <laughs> true, true. All right. So a lot of our listeners, Ben, are, you know, 18 to 35, passionate about the outdoors, adventure, wildlife. And they're like, how do I make this? How can I do this for work? How can yeah. I take yeah. the thing I love yeah. and do it and make money? 
how did it work for you going from someone who's an outdoor enthusiast to like, I'm going to make this my job? Yeah, you know, it's a, that's, a, that's a great question. And I have to, um, to tell you uh, with complete honesty, uh, it all happened by chance. Um, I, 16 years ago, uh, last weekend, I gave the gift of a feather bow tie to my groomsmen, uh, something that showed how much of an impact they had on my life, so much, uh, something to show them how much I love them. Um, and, uh, just get, just incorporate a touch of the outdoors. So I've grown up hunting and fishing, you know, uh, fly fishing, tying fly arrows, uh, making fletchings for arrows here. Um, so it's just, it came very naturally to me. I've always gravitated towards the outdoors, always felt most at home in the outdoors. I felt most comfortable outside. Um, but you know, when I wanted to come and I wanted to give this gift, my wife said, I'm not so sure I'm going to have feathers on a bow tie in my wedding. It had never been done. It's truly never been done. And so... Um, she said, you can wear them, but you have to get, you were, you were wear it at a, um, at a, like a kind of a, a engagement party. And mm -hmm. uh, so I wore, I made a prototype and wore it to the engagement party. And after about the 15th person asking where I bought it from, because they wanted one for their son or their father, or you just loved it. I kept looking at my wife and saying, you hear this, you hear this. And so after about halfway through the night, she said, okay, you can do your feather bow ties for your grizzlies gifts. Well, nice. uh, yeah, yeah, yeah. And so, and so it, I all just in your know, life's little twists and turns, you never quite know just those little minute decisions along life's path, you know, where it could take you. Cause if she had said no, I'd have never put up a fight and the whole thing never happens. And so, yeah, but, um, but, yes, but, but Ben, I'm going to push back on that. Here's the thing. Yes, that's true. But you're the one who sees the opportunity. And I always <laughs> think that life is about exploiting opportunities, right? You saw that this is something that people like. And then you turn it into a full-fledged business. That's very yeah, different that's from being like, yeah, I made six and was like, yeah, people like them. Now I make them for my buddies. That's a whole different thing. That's how yeah. our podcast well, yeah, see, started. That's, that, that's where the, the genius comes in behind this. I'm not the brains of this organization. Jeff, Jeff is, for sure. <laughs> uh, I come up with some creative. I'm creative, very creative. And that's what Jeff uh, encourages me to do. Um, he always is supporting me to uh, you know get out there and just come up with the most outlandish ideas for our product lines uh, and just how to incorporate feathers. But he is the one that, because I was making a few hundred, you know, every year, just, you know, for fathers, for birthdays, for a few weddings around Columbia. But every time Jeff wore after the wedding, he was one of the recipients of the original bow tie. He kept getting asked, like, where are you getting that? Where did you make that? Like, I want one of those. And so he came to me one day and he, I could see the drive, determination, and, uh, and it just, and he had yeah. this vision in his eyes that, um, he was in law school at the time. And he said, listen, I think if you make them, I can sell them and we can really form a company. And so uh, he was the one who said, well, you can get this a lot bigger than out of your uh, garage or out of your basement, rather. And uh, and so we, uh, from that, uh, we, we just said, OK, I, so I was working a full time job. I was building hospitals, ambulatory surgery centers and medical office buildings all across the uh, southeast for a healthcare care out of Charlotte. And uh, I would work nights and weekends. I'd come home and make bow ties and Jeff would hit the road and sell them. And so it was really uh, very organic how this thing grew. Um, and it just kind of just kind of just kept mounting and building and building and building. And sure enough, um, you know, with the two of us paired together, uh, it, it's reached a, a, a level that I just have to, I have to pitch myself every day. I can't believe that this is what uh, what we have and what we've created because there was no blueprint. There was no right. blueprint. Yeah. Uh, and it was literally uh, just a, a passion for the outdoors, a passion for uh, repurposing the beauty of Mother Nature's paintbrush. I think that that's something that, you know, in this fast paced life that we have with, you know, the phones and the technology and everything like that. People just don't slow down enough to really pay attention to the little details. And I find that the beauty around us is in the little details. And they surround us every day, whether it's down at your local park, taking a walk down the street, or just out in your front yard or backyard. Uh, I mean, absolutely. Yeah, um, it is absolutely breathtaking when you stop and just take a moment just to be present and just notice what's going on around you. 
And that's yes. where this all started. I, I love just sitting and being quiet and just watching, um, you know, the woods come alive in the morning. I think there's no place else I'd rather be than watching a sunrise over the Santee Delta or something like that. Uh, down at Edisto Beach, I love watching the sun come up over the, the beach there, over the ocean. And then, you know, watching a sunset over the um, your Blue Ridge Mountains up there in uh, North Carolina, South I, Carolina. I'm a bit Florida. jealous. I mean, I'm yeah, kind of I mean, jealous just, of your life a little bit. I'm, it, it's, I'm it's, pretty, it's pretty amazing. I had, I have to pinch myself every day that it's not a dream. But um, When you were just so, describing all those environments, I was just smelling them. Because yeah. I, I love being out in nature, like in the woods. You just take a big whiff, and it's just like, well, except around here, it smells like sewage. But if you're like out in actual in a in a in a forest that's like not a man-made piece of shit you're yeah. like oh dude and it just hits you and it like invigorates you man it does all right so i think it's the stuff uh, it's fuel for life it's fuel for life it's fuel for me it fueled by fire um you know i get outdoors every chance i get um i think that um i think that you can learn a lot of great life lessons i bring both my boys up outdoors you know stewardship responsibility ethics all those things come into play when you're outdoors uh, and you always want to leave it better than you found it, whether you're on a creek, a river, a pond, an ocean, any waterway, any body of water, any, any body of land. I always try to leave it better than I found it. We, you know, we plant trees. Uh, we, we, we do a lot of things to improve what we have. Uh, and we're just stewards of it. You know, um, yeah. Yeah, it's, it's not ours because uh, we're all going to pass at some point. So we're really prepping this for my kids and their kids and my grandkids. And so it's just it's going to just kind of just keep going. And I think that um, you always try to you know strive for leaving it better than you found it and imparting a little bit of uh, stewardship on the on our what we've been charged with of taking care of uh, you know Mother Nature here because she takes good care of us and um, it's just it's an honor to uh, go out there and spread that kind of word and to be involved at this level where you know to go out to the woods is something I can say I do for work is uh is pretty surreal. Uh, yeah, I, man. You know, a lot of people- well, so Forrest has made his you know we Forrest and I first met when we. Uh, we're coming up with the idea for a TV show where we went out and searched for extinct animals. Since then, Forrest has done a lot of expeditions looking for rare animals. So, Ben, I'm going to pitch you something here. Sweet. And actually, I'm going to make my partner, Forrest Galante, pitch it to you. All right. Forrest, yeah. you're going to go on an expedition around the world. Yep. You're going to find the feathers yeah. of three very rare Ooh. birds okay. to make a beautiful bow tie. For Ben's company, Brackish. Okay. Um, could you go ahead and fill Ben in on uh, what uh, birds' feathers you'll be searching for and where you'll be? Yeah, of course. Why wouldn't I? So, Kyle, you're gonna have to you're gonna have to pull these up um, as we go. Uh, so, and then Ben's gonna have to tell us what kind of bow ties he would make out of these uh, out of these feathers, <laughs> right? Yeah, exactly. Okay. I hope, they're, I hope they're not ducks, geese, hawks, owls, or anything migratory because I won't touch them. They're, they're no, very, all, they're, very they're, rare. They're, you'd be a, you'd be amazed at all the research I've had to do, uh, and all the feather laws and the importing and exporting of uh, feather products. Uh, there are, uh, a, I mean, a, a laundry list of uh, of rules and regs you have to follow, and mm. uh, we follow them uh, to the uh, D. I mean, we do not. Um, you know, cross any of those. It, it, it's it's just really uh, surreal, but I know it's in the best interest for birds around the world, but I would love to hear your list. And, uh, All right. Yeah, what, you know, here we <laughs> what go. Are you, what are you going to get for Ben here? All right, Ben, I'm going to pitch you here. All right, Ben. Well, fortunately, I've got every permit under the sun, and this is a hypothetical game, so I'm going to get for you the best feathers known to man, and I'm going to start in a selfish way with my absolute favorite bird in the world, a bird that was hunted extensively for its feathers by Shaka Zulu because he wanted a headdress 
made entirely out of lilac breasted roller feathers. My favorite bird in the whole world. Wow. Pull that up. Let's Um, take a look. And uh, Kyle's not going to. And where will you be searching for this bird? In my home country of Zimbabwe, which is very fortunate, very easy for me. It's not the most rare bird in the world. However, I mean, look at the feathers. Wow. Beautiful bird. Nobody needs to dye anything. I'm going to go out. I'm going to find the lilac breasted roller. I'm going to pop it on the head. Uh, so are you making this this <laughs> tile be made for Elton John then? Uh, well, that's not up to me, actually. I'm just the feather mercenary. Here. That's <laughs> up to Ben. So, uh, All right. so that's the first one. Uh, and then obviously we're making a full one hour of programming. So we'll have to you'll have to find two more birds also. Indeed. Yeah. Well, second up, uh, what I would say is maybe the most beautiful bird in the world. While I love the lilac breasted roller, I will then be heading to Costa Rica to look for feathers of the resplendent quetzal. Okay. Resplendent quetzal. Resplendent. Resplendent, Peter. Is that resplendent related to the quetzal. Wetzel's pretzels that we find in the mall? It is. Oh, of course. Oh, uh, look at this. Wow. That, uh, go, Kyle, bottom, bottom, or second photo or second row, first photo. Either one. Show that tail plumage that they have there. You can do a lot with that. Go, go left one. That's a beautiful bird. Yeah, pull that up. Come on, what are you doing with these baby photos? It's not your photo. For those who are only listening, just do yourself a favor. Google resplendent Quetzal and look at the colors on this thing. And, and if you Crazy. don't make one typo, you're lying because nobody can spell <laughs> resplendent Quetzal. Google um, fix All right. So you've been to Zimbabwe. You've been to Costa Rica on the final leg of the journey. Where is the plane headed? Yeah, I'm really mixing it up. I'm going for something completely different. Very ugly. Very bizarre. But I guarantee you, I will be the only person in the world with a Hudson bow tie from the Amazon jungle. And for those that don't remember, Hudson is a, a bird that is standalone. Uh, it lives in the Amazon in the Orinoco Basin. Um, oh, wow. Yeah. And it's, uh, it's a venomous bird. It has venomous really? spines. It's super weird, super prehistoric. Only one of its genus. Um, Got some turkey colors going on. There's a lot, but that's an elegant looking bird. I like the other it, yeah. two are the other two are like rave birds. This guy's <laughs> <laughs> this guy's yeah. more of a this guy's more of a black tie up there. Go to that go to that top center photo there, Kyle. Look at the we're looking at plumage here. Look at that. You you can do oh, a yeah. lot with that, can you not? Beautiful. Ben? All right, so Ben, now that Forrest has laid this out, yeah. I mean, it feels like we we need to do this. I mean, all the permits will be pulled. <laughs> I, I I think of those three birds. I don't, you know, no bird's ever hard for us to obtain a feather. So the procurement of the feather process, I have questions about the bulking uh, that was going to be going on. And so, um, you know, I, I don't know if if, uh, if those those three are going to make the cut, but they are absolutely stunning. And that goes to what I was saying earlier. You know, Mother Nature's paintbrush. I mean, this says this is you know millions of years of evolution. Uh, in the yes. you, and you, know and you know what's interesting about what you're show, saying is that, you know, you think about it and the male's plumage in all bird species are the more vigorous, the more vibrant, the more colorful, the more splashy, mm-hmm. um, because they have to do the work to attract the mate of the female and the female typically, um, and there's few species, species that share the duty, but they usually are responsible for incubation, which means they have to sit still for long periods of time on the nest. And so they're always very dull and mottled in color and are mm-hmm. not very you know, outgoing, their, their colors are not very voluminous like a male would be in just about every bird species around the world. So I think it's, it's, it's really interesting how, you know, the birds have set up themselves through millions of years of evolution 
that the male's plumage is just the most outlandish and the females right. are much more subdued just by the way that um, you know, survival has, has, has taught the birds how to uh, reproduce. And, and then you get high. and then you get to human beings and the males are just like disgusting, horrible. And the women are beautiful. Dude, exactly. No way. No way. I got to jump honest. in here. Hold on. I got to <laughs> jump in here. You guys, you're wrong. And I'll tell you why. I'll <laughs> tell you why right now. A couple years ago, I did a social media thing um, where I, I got like some of the biggest. Remember Charlie Jordan came on the pod? Yeah. Mm -hmm. Yeah. Gorgeous, right? She's a gorgeous gal. But I'll tell you what. I went and took like 30 of the world's biggest social media influencers to do wildlife activities around Southern California. Mm -hmm. While the guys were all literally carbon copies of each other, <laughs> they were so dreamy. You have no idea. And the oh, girls were hot. Don't get me wrong. The girls were hot. But these guys, they looked like something out of a fucking Greek statue. They were carbon. They all had the same fucking haircut, the same Chiseled fucking jawline. Jaw literally, you <laughs> couldn't listen to a fucking word they said. They were so dumb. <laughs> But these were the most <laughs> beautiful specimens of any organism I've ever seen. I just wanted to put them in a in a glass okay. tank somewhere. Okay? You're <laughs> Fair wrong. enough. Well, you're yeah, right. We don't well, have that around here. We don't have that yeah. around here. <laughs> um, well, look, over my shoulder, I've got my Christmas tree up. Yeah. Incandescent glass balls. Yeah, founding. happy holidays, fellas. Hope you all have a wonderful day yeah. this week. Hell that's, yeah. That's true. Well, I'll tell you what. Season. You know, holiday party season is 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 here. It's yeah. started. Yeah. Uh, one of our Brosners who submitted to our brackish contest has been chosen at random and has won a $500 gift certificate to brackish to get their Huge. own stunning feather bow tie, whatever items they, yeah, they want. They get a lot of gear for 500 bucks. Yes, yeah. man. Look at this, this beauty that I've got. I'm wearing this to my uh, Christmas party black tie. Yeah, here we Absolutely. go. Absolutely. Um, ben. Yeah. Let's announce, man. Who Are we ready? Won? Are we ready? We're ready. And Noah Reese, Colorado Springs, Colorado. One of my favorite states out there in the lower 48. Uh, you are the winner of the Brackish Raffle. Congratulations, wow, nice. bud. I hope you uh, you know get some cool stuff. You get a lot of gear for 500 bucks. so happy shopping. Yeah, you're going to be the best dressed at whatever party you're going to. You could just wear it with a T-shirt and you'd still be the best. Um, not not oh, yeah. only that, yeah. you're going to have lots of people wanting to talk to you. And that's that's a problem that I have when I go to part. Nobody wants to talk to me. I look, <laughs> yeah, it's just uh, there's nothing that. to talk about. It's a conversation starter. Congrats, Noah. And thank you, Ben, for uh, sponsoring that. That's super cool, man. Yeah, that was absolutely. amazing. We're man. happy to do it. Hey, tis the season of giving. Hell yeah. Absolutely, brother. Yes, indeed. Um, ben, thank you so much for jumping on with us. This has been fun. We love collaborating with you. This all started when I went hunting for a cool bow tie for a cool event. And here we are years later with you on the pod, handing out, handing out unbelievable prizes for the holidays. So yeah, thank you so much, man. Keep up the great work. Thank yeah, you, yeah, absolutely. Thanks guys for having me on. We're uh, honored to be here and, uh, we'll keep helping out the ideas and, um, you know, look forward to what the future holds. Cause Hey, guess what? We deal in feathers. The sky's not a limit. It's where we soar. Hell yeah! Oh, Boom! Boom. On that. <laughs> out. Cut, out! Cut on him off! Mike dropped. Mike dropped. He dropped it. See you, buddy. Yeah. Later, guys. Thanks a lot, Ben. Yeah, man. All right. Well, that was awesome. You got to love somebody that is that passionate about feathers and what he does and being outside. It's, it's great. Absolutely. Great story. Great. There's a lot going on today. I was like talking story. to entrepreneurs that that just liked something and then made it their full time job. Yeah. I just it, that's the dream, honestly. The dream. It really is. The yeah. dream.
until Absolutely. you do a podcast with two guys that you despise, and then you're like, wow, now I, I have to do this every week. I mean, yeah. I like the other two guys. It's just they're impossible to work with. <laughs> <laughs> that's fair. We are. <laughs> well, that's, it's been fun, gentlemen. All right, guys. Well, this this has been fun. It's been a nice, it's been a nice pod. Always. I've enjoyed it. Um, I'm, you know, look, tree there, gonna decorate it tonight. It's time, but we're going full on. <laughs> yeah. Holidays, I love holiday it. season. Irat, what do you call it, Peter? Iratif, it's backwards. Iratif. Fat yeah. tire backwards, baby. Mm. Enjoy your fat tires and enjoy four additional podcasts per month on Spotify. Hit up wildtimes.club forward slash info. You can find all those extra bonus pods uh, there. All the links to everything, the newest episodes, the merch, everything at wildtimes.club forward slash info. And you know Look, what? Look, if you've if you've avoided subscribing to this point, but you're like, why do these guys put, I wish these guys put a podcast out every day. There's like a hundred podcasts that you've never heard. <laughs> yes. On the subscription. Eh, just do it. You know, we're trying, to get a, we're trying to get a studio. Help us out. That's right. Good night. Yeah. We Cheers. love you. Wild Good times. night. Wildtimes.club forward slash info. No problems here. Damn it. <laughs> yeah. I got it.